0: You're listening to the Workforce Wise podcast from Equifax, where we help you better manage your workforce by saving time, reducing risk, and focusing on increasing profits.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Workforce Wise podcast. I'm your host, Jason Fry. Today, we're going to continue conversations about COVID vaccine mandates and how they may impact your overall HR operations. We're going to focus on vaccine mandates and how they may uh, impact or affect onboarding operations today and talk a little bit about what employers need to start thinking about from an onboarding or new hire perspective as we see more and more information about either regional, statewide, or nationwide vaccine mandates coming out. Um, Kate Devine-Elkins is with us today. She'll be walking us through key points for employers to better understand possible ramifications of vaccine mandates and things that employers need to start thinking about as they are either posting new positions, hiring new employees, or onboarding brand new employees. Kate is our product manager for our compliance center offering. She is responsible for the strategic development of our onboarding products. Thank you for being with us today, Kate.
2: Thank you for having me, Jason.
1: So, Kate, let's get right to it. I know you talk to our clients quite a bit. What are you hearing from clients when it comes to vaccine mandates, especially in the onboarding realm? What are they thinking about? What are they talking about? What kind of questions do they have?
2: Sure. So as we talk to our clients, we are really hearing everything you can possibly think of across the gamut. We're really hearing from clients that they are trying to understand the mandate as well, and they are trying to determine how they are going to roll it out. So whether it be from how they're going to record screening versus how they are going to keep track of testing what employees they're going to actually have to roll the mandate out to Um, And really anything in between all of that that you can think of.
1: So I know I mentioned a little bit about different mandates and different levels of the government, but I think the biggest piece of information that we've gotten, especially over the past few weeks, is that OSHA has actually published um, part of the federal mandate. So can you talk to us a little bit about what it is, what we're hearing, where it's going, and any thoughts that Equifax may have around um, what employers need to be thinking about when we talk about a mandate at the federal level?
2: I sure can, Jason. And really, what I want to start with is that the OSHA regulations did come out on Friday, November 5th. We did... Look at the mandates, kind of read through those. And this is what is contained in them as of today, that all employers as of December 5th were to be in compliance with the regulations recording which employees have received that vaccine mandate um, or their vaccines already versus which are not going to be vaccinated at all they needed to have that piece in place first at that point um, coming by the time of January 4th they were to start collecting negative tests from those employees on a weekly basis that do not have their vaccine and at that point and at that point it means that vaccine the vaccination has to be a full vaccination meaning they received both doses of the vaccination and are two weeks out from that second dose. So that is going to be important there for employers. That mandate also included some mandates around what the employers need to provide to their employees in order to get their vaccination. So up to four hours of paid time off for each dose of the vaccine, as well as paid sick leave for any employee that may develop some side effects from that vaccine. Now, we do understand here at Equifax that this is going to be challenged um, throughout this process. And in fact, uh, there are some challenges out there today. However, this is what was released in the mandate, and we do think that employers need to start preparing for that mandate so that they are ready if and when it does become effective.
1: So I know that um, we've talked a lot and I've read a lot about what an employer will need to do to show that they are in line or meeting the mandate. Um, Can you talk a little bit about vaccine cards? Do they need to keep the cards? What type of information does um, the mandate require an employer to keep or have? Sure. So it does require that
2: the employer find out from their employees or their new hires if they have been vaccinated or not. If they are vaccinated, what vaccine, what dates they received the vaccine also have to be tracked. It does also require some sort of proof of the vaccine. So whether that be a vaccine card, um, information from their state around that, some sort of proof that that employee really was in fact vaccinated.
1: So, I'm, what I'm hearing is an attestation may be okay from the employee or employee, or at least the information from the card, but maybe not needing to keep um, a picture of or a photocopy of that card on the records.
0: Correct. To get even more out of today's episode, make sure you get your free tools like webinars, ebooks, videos, and more at Equifax.com/wise.
1: And I know that we've seen a lot in the news recently, too, about boosters for certain uh, groups of people and folk who may need boosters and that booster shots were available. Does the vaccine mandate take into account booster shots? What do employers need to be thinking about um, from that perspective? Is it something else you're going to have to document? Do we know anything about booster shots yet?
2: So at this point, there was no mention of booster shots within the release from OSHA. So at this point, not something employers need to be worried about, but definitely something to keep in the back of their minds as they think about the future and what may be coming down the road if booster shots do become required as part of that.
1: And I saw, too, that there were penalties associated with not following the vaccine mandates for the employers who are required to. Um, can you talk a little bit about what we're hearing from a penalty perspective? What out there do employers need to think about um, if they're thinking, do I need to, do I not need to? What are some of the consequences that employers might face if they choose not to follow the vaccine mandate? Right,
2: so the penalty. so if they choose not to follow the vaccine mandates, employers are, going to be have the possibility of a penalty out there. The penalties are going to follow the standard OSHA penalties at this point. And so those penalties as of today are 13,653 for a single violation or if they do determine that it is willful, those are going to go up to a a minimum of 136,532. So you really want to make sure that you have thought through all of those pieces of it, because there are going to be the possibility of penalties in place.
1: And those penalties sound substantial too. Um, so is the penalty per employee per employer is there a multiplier effect i know you mentioned that there was a standard violation and then if it was willful it went up from there what other things do employers need to think about when they're thinking about the penalties and what those may look like and do you have you heard states talking about it different localities i know that i've seen some information about mandates not just at the federal level but also some states mandating some businesses inside their borders are we seeing any other penalties at different levels of government outside of just the federal piece
2: So, yes, I can definitely tell you that there are going to be some states that have penalties in place for where they have mandated certain types of businesses actually have the vaccine um, in place at that point amongst their employees. So I would definitely say that states are going to span the gamut of those that really are going to require employees to have vaccines at certain levels and what penalties they are going to put in place. As far as the OSHA penalties, those are going to be on a more um, employee by employee basis. So if you do have more than one violation, that's not gonna be a one-time fine there. That could really be a significant fine if you have, you know, significant numbers of employees that you have not rolled out that mandate to.
1: Well, so just one more thing that employers need to think about. Um, so I, I know also that when we started talking, you mentioned that this is what it looks like today, and it may change over time. It may um, be affected by either additional legislation maybe some legal actions um but what do you expect do you think that the mandate will change it seems that the federal government is fairly consistent in their messaging that there will be some type of mandate but what do you think and what are you seeing when you think might this change might some of the court cases that we're hearing about today affect the mandate at all
2: So from what I'm seeing and hearing at this point, there really is some consistent messaging around there will actually be some sort of mandate. Now, that may change slightly based on legislation um, and challenges to that legislation as it is going through the court system. But at this point, I would expect that there is going to be some sort of mandate in place. I would expect it not to change too drastically, as it it really does give some options out there in today's uh, setup and the way it is written, but I would definitely keep your eyes open for additional pieces of that guidance that may come out as this unfolds a little further.
1: Yeah, I think that's always great advice. Keep your ears open. Make sure you're paying attention. We've talked a lot about how employers might need to work with or think about the mandate itself, but can you talk about how what employers need to think about, not just for onboarding those employees or getting the information about vaccines? Is there anything they need to think about when they're putting like new hires out, any additional information that they need to be messaging out to uh, folk who may be applying for positions?
2: Sure. So as we talk about those who are applying for positions, you definitely want to make sure that that is within all of the information you have out there on the position itself. Um, If you are going to require vaccines, you do want that applicant to know ahead of time as they are going to have to follow your guidelines or whatever federal guidelines are in place at the time by the time they start working for you.
1: And Kate, this has actually been some really great information. I'm sure our listeners have learned a lot today about general vaccine mandates, what to think about when they're onboarding um, and what to think about when they're putting out, um, when they've got applications out for new positions too. Uh, thank you for joining us today. We hope that everyone enjoyed today's discussion and we hope you're walking away with some best practices. That you can implement in your organization.
0: Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe to the Workforce Wise podcast. And don't forget to download your free tools at equifaxcom wise. While you're there, check out our other episodes and sign up for a live tech demo to see our solutions in action. And to keep our lawyers happy, you should know the information provided on the Workforce-Wise podcast is intended as general guidance and not intended to convey specific tax or legal advice. For tax or legal information pertaining to your company and its specific facts and needs, please consult your own tax advisor or legal counsel. The views expressed are those of the discussion leaders and do not necessarily reflect official positions of Equifax. Investor analysts should direct inquiries using the Contact Us box on the Investor Relations section at Equifax.com.